Check them out today. They need some of your hard-earned money. Over there on Kickstarter. Go over to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Mom of Baker Daughter wants to make her dream come true, and we want to help her out today. Help the daughter's dream come true over there at Kickstarter.com. K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Food trucks. Food trucks are big right now. We want to help the daughter come true with the cookie truck. The daughter's dream is to own a cookie truck. She loves to bake delicious cookies. And we need your help over there. They don't have a lot of time left. Go over and help them reach their $40,000 goal at kickstarter.com. K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search, help my daughter's dream come true with a cookie truck. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide, dtop1.com. It's an online store for all your needs. Don't hesitate. Give at least a look at dtop1.com. That's D-T-O-P, the number one, dot C-O-M. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. That's dtop1.com. And for the people in the cheap seats in the back, dtop1.com. Corrupting the very fabric of society. Aggravating people worldwide. This is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide, an incredible new fundraising campaign. We need you to go over and give some of your hard-earned money to GoFundMe.com slash F slash Food dash Pirates dash Tech. We need your hard-earned money cowboys to support hard-working restaurant owners. We will back them with nice food delivery software and web promotion. We empower local entrepreneurship all around the globe and help you favorite burger joint or pizza place to be a less dependent on food delivery platforms. Get more information at www.food-pirates.tech. That's right, www.food-pirates.tech, all the way from Berlin, Germany. Check them out today and tell them, you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Go give them some of your hard-earned money today. What is an American? What does an American look like? If I were born in England, I'd be English. If I were born in France, I'd be French. Yet in my own country, I'm a hyphenated American. I am categorized by my ethnicity before my nationality. If you were to Google all American beauty, it does not represent me. Yet I am a hybrid representative of everything that America is supposed to stand for. When I check a box, I do not want to represent myself as other. America is the only country that hyphenates their citizens by ethnicity before nationality. To learn more about how you can be part of the movement Don't Check the Box, please visit our website at hyphenednation.com. That's H-Y-P-H-E-N-E-D hyphen symbol N-A-T-I-O-N dot com to learn more about what you can do to help end a hyphenated America. Remember, you define you. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live. 
Coast to coast and border to border from the KJI Radio Studios in downtown Hutchinson, Kansas. We are 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 24-7. At JiggyJaguar.com on the TuneIn apps and Radio Loyalty. Live Twitch video on our supersonic website, J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-Y-R.com. We have got a fabulous new marketing partner coming up right now here at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new Indiegogo campaign, alternative treatment for victims of Big Pharma. They need your help. Lisa Bergstrom is with us today. She's standing up for people in society that have been left out. Using a science-based program that works, go over to Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Check it out. It is alternative treatment for victims of big pharma. Go over to I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Type in alternative treatment for victims of big pharma. You want to help her out today. Give her some of your hard-earned money today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Give them some of your cash right now. We've got more coming up. Great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Niall Nickel is with us, and Niall joins us each and every week to discuss technology tips and some of the different things going on out there in the world around us as far as technology goes. So, uh, so, so, Niall, what, what, what do you have for us today? We, we, we've got some really good stuff, I understand. Well, you know, we always have good stuff, so it just goes without saying. You know, the world has turned to Zoom today, right? Yes. Zoom, Zoom is unfortunately. <laughs> well, Zoom is uh, hasn't been Zooming lately. As a matter of fact, yesterday, uh, just about half the country went unzoomable it went zoom dark if you would and uh they figured out they they said listen we've got the problems nailed down they rolled out a fix around noon time and things got better for the rest of the day so everything was good right well then it started out this morning and lo and behold everything started to go south again so uh if if you're having zoom problems guess what you're in good company a lot of online schools, uh, you know, a lot of business meetings and all of that have been postponed because we can't get on Zoom. That's awesome. See, th- this <laughs> is th- th- this is why years and years ago we embraced Skype and learned how to use Skype and did all the stuff with Skype because I knew at some point if something else came along, it was not going to be as good. So, uh I'm kind of happy that that Zoom is not having uh, not having fun uh, nowadays. But uh, what else do you have for us, my friend? Well, you know, Facebook is trying to control its platform, you know, right? And and one of the things that they've got a lot of criticism about, or received a lot of criticism about, I should say, has been gun sellers on the platform. Um, they were sort of a they were sort of the go-to place for the secondhand gun market. And uh, they banned the secondhand uh, gun market sales. So what do all the sellers do now? Well, they quit selling guns, and they started selling gun stickers. So, so now they can sell gun stickers on the platform. The only problem is, is that they really don't sell stickers. That's just code for call us, 
private message us, and uh, we'll tell you about the guns that we have for sale, and that's, we're happy to take your order. That's fantastic. So that's <laughs> sort of the Facebook whack-a-mole program. <laughs> what well, once again the uh, the 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 world kind of gives me some promise with us uh, <laughs> getting around all the shenanigans. With uh, some of this nonsense that these that, that, that these tech companies and these and these folks are are doing, so uh, this is awesome. So, uh, what, what what other things do you have for us, my friend? Well, you know, we, we heard about recently that Twitter case where uh, a, a Tampa teen, actually, seventeen year old in Tampa, hacked in and you know took over the accounts of like Barack Obama, uh, Elon Musk, uh, Joe Biden, a number of other people. Um, and uh, they got him shut down, and actually he's in uh, in uh, with a closed company at the moment. So, uh, but it turns out that there's been another uh, Twitter hack going on for some time, and uh, they just got this fixed in January of this year. But the EU came out with some privacy regulations uh, a few years ago, and they're pretty they're pretty bad. For example, if you have a hack going on in your system and you don't notify all the regulators within 48 hours, um, assuming you know it that fast. But uh, if you don't do it in 48 hours, they could fine the company up to 2% of their worldwide annual revenue. Wow. And uh, it turns out this had been going on for four years. They just got it fixed in January of, uh, of this past year. And uh, so the EU had said, okay, we're going to fine Twitter. And we're going to find him basically 2% of the worldwide revenue. Uh, it turns out the last quarter, that was $69 million. So nevertheless, it's Holy going to be probably, smokes. it's probably going to be a reasonable fine. The only problem is, is now the EU is fighting about the fine, how big it's going to be and, and uh, if it should be bigger. And Facebook and Google are actually breathing a sigh of relief at the moment because they are both in the, uh, crosshairs of the same regulators and looking at some of the same fines so they they like it when they're fighting with each other because that means that nobody is uh, nobody's getting fined at the moment <laughs> that is awesome it is uh nile nickel he's with us today here in a broadcast uh you've seen nile on fox news npr he's been on iHeartRadio. Uh, science and technology and social media reporter. And uh, before we get to our next story, Niall, how, how do people get a hold of you online and uh, get involved with what you're doing? Well, you know, the easiest way is go to at Niall Nickel. It's Niall like the river and Nickel like the coin on Twitter. You could chat with me there or you could go to Facebook, go to Niall Nickel's Top Technology Tips. And I am happy not only to let you see everything that I research, study and publish, but you could also chat with me there. Fantastic. So, uh, so, so, what else do you have for us, my friend? Well, you know, I love the cat and mouse games that are, as I like to call it, the whack-a-mole that goes on. And uh, you know, there's been a lot of movement to ban robocallers. I don't know about you, but they haven't slowed down with me any. But uh, nevertheless, a lot of new laws and uh, the big companies, the AT&Ts, the Verizons, the T-Mobile. You know, now Dish, for that matter, uh, they are—they've uh, got really pretty heavy regulations to shut down robocallers. Uh, the only problem is, is just like uh, the Facebook story earlier. You know, as soon as you close the hole in one place and you make it difficult, 
the robocallers found out that there's these little tiny rural mom and pop carriers and sometimes owned literally by mom and pop. And they don't have to deal with the same regulations the big guys do. And so if they get on their system, you know what they could do? They could just set their robocallers and get them busy. And the next thing you know, <coughs> excuse me, we don't have any uh, protection. So all of these little companies have been doing very well lately, and that's where all the scams have been coming through. Wow. It is uh, Niall Nickel with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on iHeartRadio. And also AMFM247.com, TuneIn, iTunes, and of course Radio Loyalty, and uh, Niall Nickel with us today. So, uh, so Niall, uh, as, as we wrap up here with you, what, what, are, what are some other stories that you have? Well, you know, some of the big Fortnite players? Yes. Uh, if, you, if you were playing on your iPhone, um, well, you, or maybe you want to play on your iPhone, you can't get it in the Apple Store anymore. It turns out, oh, well, go to the Google App Store. Well, you can't get it there anymore either because it seems like the makers of the game, Fortnite, big game, by the way, huge, uh, well, they decided that they didn't want to pay the 30% uh, take that Apple required or that Google required to, uh, to have payments go through the in-game system. So they figured out a way around that, and Apple and Google promptly, promptly kicked them off the system. And of course removed, they did. Removed them from it. Now, needless to say, the company is a big company themselves. It's Epic uh, Software or Epic Games, and yeah. they are now suing Apple and Google in federal court. It's going to be interesting to see the way that comes down. You know, this this is an interesting uh, deal. So th they they pretty much don't want to give away, you know, part of their profits or whatever to to uh, to Google and these guys. So they basically have taken everything in-house, essentially. Uh, it, do you think that this could lead to others doing the exact same thing? Well, I'll tell you what, this case is being very, very closely watched, uh, you know, uh, because it is a hefty stake. In fact, just in the last quarter, between Apple and Google, the revenue that they made in the their app stores, basically, just in the last quarter, was $60 billion. Wow. Now, if you take 30% of that, that's $18 billion. So, obviously, it's big money for Google and Apple. But, uh, by the way, it's it's a hefty thing for the people to, uh, to pay to be hosted in their game store because, uh, you know, ultimately they have to do everything uh, except host the store and uh, Google and Apple do that, but uh, they certainly take a big chunk. So as I said, it's going to be interesting to see. This particular one has a lot of tentacles because it turns out that this particular software maker, they make applications that allow a lot of game companies to make their games possible. And Apple wants to kick them completely off the platform and revoke all of their developer rights and everything else. And if that's the case, it's not going to affect just Fortnite. It's going to affect hundreds of games, maybe thousands. Wow. <laughs> this is a hell of a deal. It is Niall Nickel. He's with us today here in our broadcast. Uh, so what, 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 are, what are you seeing uh, uh, around the country with, uh, with, 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 you know, the social media reaction and everything to some of this stuff. 
Well, the social media world's really watching this because, you know, during this pandemic and the lockdown, games have now become one of the big, uh, big modes of entertainment. In fact, gaming sales in the last quarter alone are up from a low of about 600% to a high of about 900% just in the last quarter. So uh, you've got gaming sales going through the roof. And remember, this is a big gaming company. A lot of people depend on them. So Microsoft is actually trying to step in and, uh, and see what they could do to help out here because they're worried that a lot of their games may not be able to hit the market. Wow. <laughs> this is... Uh... This is entertaining. We have got Niall Nickel with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. And uh, so, Niall, as we wrap up here, uh, how do people get a hold of you online and uh, get involved with what you're doing and, and, and all these things? Get me on that old Twitter bot, if you will, at, at Niall Nickel. As I say, Niall like a river, Nickel like a coin. Uh, or on Facebook at Niall Nickel's Top Technology Tips. And I really do enjoy when the listeners reach out and, uh, and you know, say what they're thinking and, and what they're interested in. And if I don't know it, guess what? I learn it and we talk about it. Fantastic. Well, Niall, I appreciate you doing this, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. It's always a pleasure. Appreciate it, brother. There he goes, Niall Nickel. And uh, he joins today here on the old Skipscape, the old Skyberoonie. And we got more coming up on the other side. It is the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Rick. Incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. We have a tremendous new marketing partner with us today here on our big program. Check them out today. They need some of your hard-earned money. Over there on Kickstarter. Go over to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Mom of Baker Daughter wants to make her dream come true, and we want to help her out today. Help the daughter's dream come true over there at kickstarter.com. K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Food trucks. Food trucks are big right now. We want to help the daughter come true with a cookie truck. The daughter's dream is to own a cookie truck. She loves to bake delicious cookies. And we need your help over there. They don't have a lot of time left. Go over and help them reach their $40,000 goal at kickstarter.com. K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search, help my daughter's dream come true with a cookie truck. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide, dtop1.com. It's an online store for all your needs. Don't hesitate. Give at least a look at dtop1.com. That's D-T-O-P, the number one, dot C-O-M. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. That's dtop1.com. And for the people in the cheap seats in the back, dtop1.com. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. An incredible new fundraising campaign. We need you to go over and give some of your hard-earned money to gofundme.com slash f slash food dash pirates dash tech. We need your hard-earned money cowboys to support hard-working restaurant owners. We will back them with nice food delivery software and web promotion. We empower local entrepreneurship all around the globe and help you favorite burger joint or pizza place to be a less dependent on food delivery platform.
comes. Get my information at www.food-pirates.tech. That's right, www.food-pirates.tech, all the way from Berlin, Germany. Check them out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Go give them some of your hard-earned money today. From Fred Phelps to the Kinsey Six, the best of the best from Central Kansas and beyond. We do it all. We are KJAG Radio and the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show. Log on to JiggyJaguar.com and KJagRadio.com for more. What is an American? What does an American look like? If I were born in England, I'd be English. If I were born in France, I'd be French. Yet in my own country, I'm a hyphenated American. I'm categorized by my ethnicity before my nationality. If you were to Google all American beauty, it does not represent me. Yet I am a hybrid representative of everything that America is supposed to stand for. When I check a box, I do not want to represent myself as other. America is the only country that hyphenates their citizens by ethnicity before nationality. To learn more about how you can be part of the movement Don't Check the Box, please visit our website at hyphenednation.com. That's H-Y-P-H-E-N-E-D hyphen symbol. N-A-T-I-O-N dot com to learn more about what you can do to help end a hyphenated America. Remember, you define you. Welcome back to the world-famous Chiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Thanks for tuning in to the big broadcast from wherever you're tuning in to us. From the KJAG Radio Studios in downtown Edison, Kansas, we are live Monday through Friday at 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, and 1 PM Mountain Standard. And of course, 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com. On the TuneIn apps, Radio Loyalty. Also, our podcast is available on demand with iHeartRadio. Live Twitch video on our supersonic website. Add us as a friend on Twitch. Give us a five-star review over at TalkShoe.com, and selected editions will be available on AMFM247.com. 50-plus AMFM stations in the big network and live video available on Twitch TV, Periscope, Facebook Live, and Chatterbay. You can follow us at Facebook.com slash TheJiggyJaguar. Find our daily videos uploaded at YouTube.com slash J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R. Wherever you're tuning in to us, thank you, iHeartRadio, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Thanks for tuning in and being part of the big program. We've got a great guest and a great segment coming up here in just a few moments. But the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast is brought to you by our fabulous, fabulous friends over there at coffeesoundsgood.org. That's right. Coffee sounds good. Check it out today at coffeesoundsgood.org because coffee does sound good right now. Go over to C O F F E E S O U N D S G O O D dot O R G. It's coffee at your doorstep. You need to go over there right now. It's coffeesoundsgood.org. Coffee t-shirts and apparel everything one-stop shop over there at coffeesoundsgood.org 
Copy sounds good. It is going viral. And we want you to be a part of it. Over there at coffeesoundsgood.org. Shop now. The latest trends, accessories, appliances, everything you could possibly find is over there at coffeesoundsgood.org. Shop now for the latest trends, accessories, and appliances. You can do everything you need to do at coffeesoundsgood.org. Buy your gift now and receive absolutely free shipping. Check it out today. C-O-F-F-E-E-S-O-U-N-D-S-G-O-O-D dot O-R-G. That's coffeesoundsgood.org. And thank God that ad is over. Let's go to our <laughs> next guest. Good God in heaven. Just want to get them on the air. That's what we want to do here. And uh, we are going to go to our next guest. He is going to join us on the old Skip Skype, the old Skype Rooney here in just a few seconds. Adam Lyons is with us here on our big program, and uh, he is fantastic. And uh, he joins <laughs> us today here on our program. So uh, can people with politi- different political views make a relationship work? And uh, we have got a dating expert with us today, Mr. Adam Lyons. He is the founder of the Smart Blueprint. And uh, talk to us a little bit about this topic, my friend. Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me. I I think you absolutely can make a relationship work, even if you have difficult, uh, different political views. In fact, I think it's even more important for people that have different political views to focus on making sure their relationship works. Because, you know, ultimately... There's a difference between having a view and being brainwashed. And think, <laughs> That's awesome. You know, yes. Right. No matter which political party you choose to follow, you've ultimately got to accept that there's going to be something wrong with them. And if you can't look at your own party and say, okay, this is what's wrong with the party that I like, um, then you're brainwashed and you don't actually have a view. And then that's when there's going to be an issue, right? That's when you're going to have a problem with the discussion. But if you can actively admit the things that are wrong with your party and yet still say, but despite that, you know, I like these other things. And you can listen to somebody else say the things they like about their party, because likewise, you should have some good points about the other party as well. Even if there are a whole bunch of points you don't like, there's going to be some things like, okay, well, I can see that's good. You know, that's generally going to be something I'm okay with. And, you know, it's the same as, you know, can you date someone if you like different sports teams? Can you date someone if, you know, one of you is a vegan and the other one, you know, is following uh, the carnivore diet? Ultimately, (laughs) if you're a decent human being, you should be able to. That's awesome. We have got a uh, Craig Caster this today. He joins us live here on the old Skype Rooney, the old Skip Skype. It is Adam Lyons. He's with us today here on our big program. So, uh, how did you get started doing what you're doing? Man, you know what? I just sucked when it came to women. And uh, I'd been dumped by every single person I'd ever dated. And I think a lot of men in that situation would have decided that they were going to start blaming people for it. And I was like, a good friend of mine said to me once, you know, if, if everyone around you says the same thing, it's probably you. And I just took it on myself. I was like, right, maybe I suck. Maybe I'm the problem. That's and awesome. I went out to, to become the most attractive version of myself that I could. And, uh, and then, man, they made documentaries about me in the UK. There, I got followed by film crews. People want to know who's this guy that can just like walk into any bar and and you know walk out with somebody. And, uh, and that was it. <laughs> After that, that's awesome. People started, 
Yeah, like I didn't even want to become a dating coach. People were throwing money at me being like, yo, you got to teach me this. And I was like, I don't want to teach you. Like I do this for me. And the money got so crazy that I just started saying yes. It's like, well, okay. I, 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 I guess I'll, I'll take your, your cash. Yeah. I, 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 I <laughs> guy, he put 10,000 pounds in my hand. and was like, you need to teach me how to do this tonight. Wow. And I was like, I was like, how long have you paid me for? And he's like, this evening. And I was, that's 10 grand. That was like my salary at the time. So wow. I was like, sure, man. I, but to me, I didn't, I didn't think of it as a money thing. I, I thought of it as just, I wanted to know how to do it. And that's why I didn't want to teach anyone. Cause I didn't want anybody else getting as good as me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I that's awesome too. <laughs> yeah. But now it's, it's been 15 years. I've been teaching all over the world. I've taught Japan. I've taught in Korea, Scandinavia, Australia, South Africa, all over America. Um, so yeah, I, I love what I do. Good stuff. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. So, uh, you have, you have been, uh, all over the place. You have, uh, been involved in all sorts of different things. So, uh, wh- where, where do we get this whole thing of people with different political views making relationships work? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, a big part of it is I was kind of like quite famous in the media a few years ago. Um, I was very public about dating multiple people at the same time. And um, my, my two girlfriends, uh, one uh, was, you know, a, a Republican Trump supporter and the other one was a liberal at the time um, supporting Clinton. And uh, I'm still in relationships with multiple people, but now their political views are the same. Um, but but back then I literally had, you know, half my relationship was with one party and the other half with another. Um, and we would often get into very heated debates about what was right for the country and you know what was the right decision. Um, and yet they stayed exactly where they should be, which was in debates that then ended. And then we had a good meal and then we watched a movie um, and then we did things that regular couples do because, you know, yes, absolutely. Politics is important. But, you know, there's there's a lot of really important phrases about the media where, you know, don't get too caught up in the really big views and ignore what's going on close to home. You know, if you're spending more time looking at the global news or even nationwide news than you are looking at what's happening in your hometown and in the places where you really can have a very big significant impact, you're missing a large point. That doesn't mean you should ignore the wider view, but you got to look at the close view as well. Like I'm, I'm act. I, I live in a small town just outside of Austin, Bastrop. Um, I spend a lot of time helping out in Austin, and you know I, I do a lot of networking there. But I also put the same amount of time in with my local chamber of commerce. I stay up to date with what's going on in my hometown. Um, I run programs and initiatives to help people in my hometown, as well as keep abreast of what goes on in England back home. And I, I've got a balance. And when you have balance, that's when you can have. Um, you know, an educated view or, or, you know, you're capable of having a much more calm discussion to hear what people say and understand it. Fantastic. We have got a great guest with us today. Adam Lyons joins us. He's the founder of The Smart Blueprint, a uh, renowned world-class speaker on the subject of business and marketing. He's helped navigate hundreds of companies to increase profits through audience monetization and directing business leaders through crisis media management and public relations. And, uh, we have got a great topic today. He joins us live here on our big program, and uh, we are going to uh, we are going to do something fun here in just a few seconds. If I can pull this off, we will see what we can do here. But uh, Adam Lyons is with us. He has uh, got the topic today: Can people with different political views make a relationship work? And uh, I think we're also going to be joined by Josh Bernstein as well. Hey, what's and, going 
So, Josh, we have got Adam Lyons with us. He is uh, talking with us today about can people with different political views make a relationship work? He says yes because, uh, and and this this is fantastic. Um, at one point, he had one girlfriend who was a Trump supporter and a girlfriend who was a Hillary supporter. What do you think of that? First off, wow, that's, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Um, my thought process here is that that old adage of opposites attract isn't really accurate. I think eventually. You know, after the physical stuff, uh, you know, wanes or whatever, you got to have something to talk about. And if you fundamentally see the world through different lenses to the point where ideologically the way that you see the world around you and yourself in it and what you believe is fundamentally 100% different, not everybody can be a, you know, uh, what's her name, uh, Mary Matlin and James Carville. I mean, that's a pretty rare occasion. So I know from experience, uh, I've dated liberals in the past, and it's never worked because eventually I'm so opinionated as it is that uh, <laughs> if they don't start understanding where I'm coming from, then I'm not interested. And so, again, you know, I don't want to say it that way, but from my experience, that's how it's been because I'm with someone now that, you know, we're two peas in a pod, so it works perfectly she gets what I say, I get what what she says, and we're kind of on the same wavelength. So. That's awesome. Well, what, what, what do you think about that, Adam? So I, actually, I love it. It's funny. I, I love that first statement about, you know, opposites attract. I agree 100%. I don't think opposites do attract. Actually, similarities are far more likely to attract in, in my experience. But, you know, the question is, can it work? And the reality is it can work. Um, while, you know, for, for Josh, obviously, uh, you know, it hasn't worked and that's absolutely fine. But in those situations, I would argue the liberals Josh has probably dated weren't open to listening to what he had to say. And, uh, you know, seems like a smart guy in my experience. As long as you're opening to listening to what somebody else says, you can absolutely have a difference of opinion. You know, I know for a fact that, you know, me and my girlfriend argue about what is a better dessert, you know, whether it's ice cream or cake. And it might sound completely silly, but that doesn't stop us being able to enjoy dessert and just have our own two different flavors. Likewise, uh, you know, when it comes to politics, um, we have one strict rule in our household, which is, you know, you can absolutely have a discussion about it, but you don't try and force anyone else in the household to follow your opinion on anything. Um, so I want to hear their views. I want to hear what they have to say. Um, I might disagree with them. I might not disagree with them. But either way, we can have a discussion, but it stays where it should be. It's a discussion. It's not part of our relationship. Our relationship is built on other things like how we want to raise the kids, where we want them to go to school. To me, those things matter a lot more. Um, so, yeah, I do think it's possible to make it work. That doesn't mean it's for everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, that's a great answer. And look, you know, one of the things that you brought up was uh, how to raise the children or how to, you know, where to send them to school and all that. Well, you know, you may have a situation where one parent feels like the public education system is an indoctrination center and they're learning things that they shouldn't be. And then the other parent may say, well, you know, I would rather have them homeschooled or in an alternative school or something else or a Catholic school or whatever it may be where there's more structure in their environment. So those, again, uh, can be two competing ideas, and sometimes they can be tough to, uh, to match as far as how you want to raise your child. So that, that's a big part of it. I and love, yeah, I, actually, you, though, I we love being able to have discussions and learn from each other rather than want to kill each other. I, I actually, I love this because 
obviously the two women that I that I was dating at the same time um, are, are the mothers of my children. I have five children between these two women, and one of them <laughs> is absolutely far left liberal, um, and you know right now uh, very much Biden, and the other one very much Republican pro Trump, and uh, children and where they would go to school absolutely came up. And again, but because we focus on on having those discussions, the agreement was simple. They're homeschooled, providing right. they continue to hit their grades, providing they have a healthy social life, um, and providing uh, the, the more Republican of my partners um, is the one that covers it and pays for it and takes on those costs. Providing everything's there's good and there's no negative impacts, then the one who's far left leaning is completely open to it. And but vice versa but it was all a discussion and there was yeah. definitely some heated debate where you know someone's like i think they should go to school and they should you know get into the system and you know about college and and there were definitely heated debates but they were you know there were practical debates with real solutions that were came to and i think that's the key point is um you know there are people that aren't willing to debate they just want to shout and scream and not listen and those exactly. people yeah, you you can't you can't date those people about anything. I mean, that's the same as going into a restaurant and they get given their meal and it's not a good meal and they start screaming at the waiter and you're like, you didn't make the meal, right? <laughs> it's like, yes, well, it's I, never mind even yelling at the waiter or waitress. What about the fact that these folks are just trying to enjoy a nice time out with their husbands or wives or their family, and you have these people with bullhorns literally intimidating them, yelling at them, shouting at them, drinking their drinks off the table. I mean, the etiquette that society has delved to and the level is really atrocious. It's sickening to think that we have gotten to the point where we can't even go out and enjoy a nice meal somewhere because we have to worry about people that are going to be intimidating us and yelling at us and screaming at us while we're trying to have a meal. Uh, it's really sad, really sad. I agree 100%. And I, you know, I feel the same in any way. And I think that that right there is is the crux of it. You know, can can two people have a relationship with different views? Absolutely. But can somebody who is so opinionated that they believe in disrupting the life of others have a healthy relationship in general? That's a whole other question. And that's nothing to do with politics. I didn't bring up politics then. It was just if you believe it's okay for you to disrupt other people's lives, you're going to struggle to have a healthy relationship with anyone. That's amazing. That's a good point. Well, uh, well, Adam, before we let you go, how do we find you online and uh, get your stuff and everything else, sir? Yeah, so for dating, uh, so I, I own numerous businesses, but for dating, askthedatingcoach.com. It's a free resource packed with free dating advice for anybody. Um, and then anyone who wants to learn more about my entrepreneurial stuff, how we build and grow businesses, uh, thesmartblueprint.com. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Adam. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. And thank just you. great to meet you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, pleasure. Cheers, yes. Guys. Now, uh, we'll we'll continue on air with Josh Bernstein. Uh, I just find that amazing that he had a uh, he has had a, had a, had a Hillary supporter and a Trump supporter. Wow. That is. Uh, <laughs> How do you balance that, brother? Said. Didn't he say it at the same time? Yes. Yeah. Well, hey, it's like know, more power to him, I guess. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of Trump, uh, there are a lot of people that think that uh, there is a likelihood that Trump could pull off a COVID-19 vaccine miracle by Election Day. What do you think about this? I want to start there. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I'd rather see the other miracle happen, and that would be John Durham coming through with major indictments on some of these deep state actors. I think that would be even more impactful and more powerful. Uh, as far as the COVID-19 thing, look, um, 
it could happen. I don't know. I mean, I you know, I don't really kind of keep a, a good close tab on it, mainly because, yeah, it's political. But for the most part, I mean, I've moved on to so many other things. I'm really worried about the fact that this presidential race is between President Trump and, you know, hundreds of thousands of corrupt DNC bought and paid for lawyers that are going to try to litigate yep. Joe Biden into the White House. I think the president needs to step up his game when it comes to making sure that he is hiring a lot of lawyers. I think at this point right now, yep. uh, campaign ads and things like that, I wouldn't be spending as much money on that right now. I would I would be teaming up with lawyers. I would go to Lawyers for Trump. Anyone out there that's watching this or listening, if you're a uh, active duty or retired judge or attorney or paralegal or law clerk or any type of legal background, including a law student, I would suggest going to Lawyers for Trump and volunteering because we need all hands on deck. Their strategy is very simple. They know they don't have a candidate. They know they don't have a message. They're not even attempting a ground game, as far as I can tell. Oh, yeah. So they're basically just going to say, all right, well, Trump's going to win 400-plus electoral votes, and then, you know, that's when we're going to fight after the fact. And we're going to try to figure out how to steal it through litigation. So President Trump needs to know what's going on. He needs to understand their game plan, and he needs to be prepared for it. And 10,000 lawyers isn't going to cut it. You need 100, 150 to 200,000 lawyers. And you know what the sad part is? The fact that we're having an election and we're talking about who's going to have more lawyers. That is <laughs> that's that that's is the thing. Yes. But you know what? This is the game that, unfortunately, we are being forced to play because they're not going to play fair. They're going to try to get every single mail-in vote coming from, you know, months and months out and this and that and who knows, it'll be, you know, the, the middle of December and, oh, there's another box of mail-in vote. We've got to put a stop to this. One way to do that, and I don't know if it's able to do, if President Trump can do it, but maybe an executive order that says all mail-in vote, all mail-in votes have to be in and yeah. prior to the election. Yeah. I think that would stop a lot of uh, the shenanigans that the left is planning on doing. And that that's why I just find it so strange that we haven't gotten to that point until then where we we don't have a mass, you know, here's the date, you got to have them in, or sorry. Right, exactly. And now Michigan is already trying to push it that you've got this left-wing Michigan Secretary of State. She's now said that, oh, she needs another week to count ballots. No, you need another week to steal the election and steal (laughs) Michigan. That's what's going on here. So, you know, I hope that President Trump's got lawyers uh, in Michigan that are going to stop that. Uh, You know, what they're doing in Nevada, going into nursing homes, that needs to be stopped. I know he's filed lawsuits against that as well. But the sad part is, is that every single thing that they're doing, we have to combat them with litigation. Yep. And it's unfortunate, but this is, you know, the game that they want to play, and we're not going to allow them to steal this election. It is just absolutely insane. We have jo- we have got Josh Bernstein with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. And uh, so, Josh, there is uh, a-, a lot of other things happening. Uh, there's... They've now debunked this, this, he insulted the soldiers thing, which I thought was BS to begin with. The, uh, 
the anti-war president insulting the soldiers. Uh, <laughs> I didn't buy it for one minute. But it's one of these things where it's going to happen all the time. This kind of stuff's going to happen all the time. Yeah. Yeah, next they're going to say something like, I don't know, uh, he told Xi Jinping that, you know, after his uh, re-election, he'll have more flexibility, right? Like uh, Obama did with uh, uh, Medvedev. Look, they're going to come out of the woodwork because they're losing. They know that they're losing. And here's my question. Why on earth, with the reputation of the hack Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein and all these hacks, why on earth would you give them any time at all? Oh, yeah. If I was president and they came into the Oval Office, Mr. President, we'd like to spend some time with you and we're writing on a book. Get the hell out of my office now and don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. I mean, why would you allow a hack that you know is a hack that has written book after book after book and has proven to be a hack? Why would you give him an interview? I don't understand that. And you know what You know what President Trump should do? I know how to get Joe Biden to start talking to the press. President Trump should do um, a press conference and say, my fellow Americans, I have decided not to talk to any of the press. I refuse to do even one interview until Joe Biden does 10. That's awesome. That? Get him. Force him <laughs> to be in 10. front of a camera so the American people can see that he is completely gone and that's what president trump should do he should say look i've given 2500 3000 interviews he's done like four okay in the last x amount of months i'm done i'm not talking to the press at all under any circumstances any media at all until joe biden does 10 interviews then i'll start talking to anyone about anything he's got the control (laughs) i don't know why he's not using it that is fantastic. It is Josh Bernstein. He's with us today. The Josh Bernstein Show, of course, uh, each and every week. And uh, you, you, you weren't as fired up today as you were last week. I, no, I, I noticed no, on the a show. Dull. <laughs> a little dull. I, I, I didn't get the massive amount of of, of emails that I uh, got last week from people that are like, "Have you seen the show?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm going to talk to him later today." And then people are like, have you went over and looked at it? One loose, right? I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, sometimes, you know, your passion, you know, can't be contained. And I'll admit it. I mean, I'm not perfect. You know, yeah. this isn't an act. I mean, I eat, sleep, and breathe protecting this nation. I do anything that I can to try to do that. And so there are times when you got to get in someone's face and you got to use some colorful language <laughs> to get your point across. Now, some people will say, oh, Josh, you know, you're powerful without that. Okay, fine. And 99% of the time, you're correct. That's how I do my show. But there are going to be those certain times where I need to kind of shake the audience by the neck and say, hey, <laughs> listen to me. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Wake up. This is where we're at. And uh, that was awesome. one, of those, uh, one of those moments where I really needed to stress it. And sometimes colorful language does that. So uh, as we wrap up here with you, my friend, uh, tell us about what AMAX up to with 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 all this talk of medicare for all and and, and all these things look amac is fighting the good fight they've been fighting the good fight for many years for folks that don't know amac is the conservative alternative to aarp and we're out there uh lobbying congress making sure that obamacare is not creeping back making sure that we never have a situation where we have a medicare for all type of program 
we are looking for solutions for healthcare for seniors based on market principles and not top to down level government controlled programs. AARP is no problem getting in bed with the Democrats and the left and big government. They did it with Obamacare. They put billions of dollars into Obamacare's passing and then turned around quietly, shh, don't tell anyone, and decided to exempt their members from it, okay? Uh, AMAC is the opposite of AARP. They've got all the same types of products and services, even more products and services that are even better products and services. But the main difference is they put seniors first, they put Americans first, and they look for healthcare choices and decisions based on the market and private industry and things like that, not big government solutions. So check them out at amac.us, or you can call them toll-free at 888-262-2006. Again, 888-262-2006. Tell them you heard about AMAC on the Jiggy Jaguar program, and they'll even give you a free one-year introductory membership, no strings attached to that. Just mention the Jiggy Jaguar program. Again, that is 888-262-2006, or find them on the web at amac.us. Well, uh, I appreciate you making time for us once again, my friend, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Thank you, Josh. You got it. Appreciate it, brother. There he goes, Josh Bernstein on the old Skip Skype, the old Skype-a-rooney. I need to shave. I was just looking at the camera. I need to shave. What is going on there? We are going to take a timeout and come back with more on the other side. Incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. We have a tremendous new marketing partner with us today here on our big program. Check them out today. They need some of your hard-earned money. Over there on Kickstarter, go over to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Mom of Baker Daughter wants to make her dream come true, and we want to help her out today. Help the daughter's dream come true over there at kickstarter.com. K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Food trucks. Food trucks are big right now. We want to help the daughter come true with a cookie truck. The daughter's dream is to own a cookie truck. She loves to bake delicious cookies. And we need your help over there. They don't have a lot of time left. Go over and help them reach their $40,000 goal at kickstarter.com. K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search, help my daughter's dream come true with a cookie truck. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide, dtop1.com. It's an online store for all your needs. Don't hesitate. Give at least a look at dtop1.com. That's D-T-O-P, the number one, dot C-O-M. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. That's dtop1.com. And for the people in the cheap seats in the back, dtop1.com. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. An incredible new fundraising campaign. 
We need you to go over and give some of your hard-earned money to GoFundMe.com slash F slash Food dash Pirates dash Tech. We need your hard-earned money cowboys to support hard-working restaurant owners. We will back them with nice food delivery software and web promotion. We empower local entrepreneurship all around the globe and help you favorite burger joint or pizza place to be a less dependent on food delivery platforms. Get more information at www.food-pirates.tech. That's right, www.food-pirates.tech, all the way from Berlin, Germany. Check them out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Go give them some of your hard-earned money today. Hello, Hello my friend. I, I uh, just figured I'd give you a call here for the, for the interview. How are you? I'm doing great. Is um, You want me to go to... Like log in or no problem. I've got you right here, so we'll just we'll just go off the telephone. We've got a little bit of time before my next guest is going to call, so I wanted to get you in here. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, the topic today. G- give give us some details here, my friend. So did um, did you want to talk about the the book or what what, what all did you? Want yes, to talk about? Let, let, let's talk about the book. I don't have a lot of time with you. We're live. And uh, my next guest is going to be calling. We had you. We were going to have you on earlier, and we missed that for whatever reason. So yep. I've got a little bit of time here. We're live. Tell us about the book, my okay. man. Tell us all about it. All right. Yeah. You know, I apologize. I, I was not a problem, man. Tell us about the book. 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 This is relevant to the book. I was uh, I was testifying at a congressional hearing on the phone. Because um, I'm a military lawyer, I, I specialize in military law. I represent yep. service members yep. around the world, um, and and so yeah, one of the reasons that we're one of the things we we're we're going to talk about is my book Battle Mind. It's a new fictional book that's out on Amazon, but it's it's about a uh, JAG uh, military lawyer who gets kind of bullied in defending a soldier accused of war crimes back in Afghanistan in 2002, and it's a fictional book, but. A lot of the book is based on, you know, things that I encountered over my past 20 years uh, doing cases in military court, you know, like a few good men type yep, situation, yep, but, yep. but a lot more intense. So, that's, so, that's so, so, so the book is, uh, take me through the writing process here for the book, Michael. Oh, geez. I started this thing about 10 years ago. It was, it was nonfiction, meaning it was a true story. And I sent it out to a bunch of people, my original story, and they're like, you're going to get sued because, you know, we name judges and, you know, people in Congress and Senate and stuff like that. It was a true book. Um, so I, I ditched it and then it went back and just wrote a completely new fictional story um, with all new fictional characters, which makes it makes it a much better book. But I, writing a book is not I hear people say all the time, I want to write a book when I get a chance I think I have a little bit of PTSD from writing this thing, and it isn't the writing; it's having reviewed and reread the book over 150 times. I'm not exaggerating. Um, getting it ready for print, which I'm still exhausted from it. Although the book's been published uh, for a few months now, it, it gets very tedious rereading it. And then you, every time you read it, you find a new line you're going to change, or a new period that you're missing, or yep. comma or whatever. It's a uh, Anyone who says they're going to write a book, I say go for it. Um, 
it's a little so, easier said uh, than done. So, so, so this book, uh, what's been some feedback you've gotten on the book so far? Well, so far, the book, I mean, I, I look forward to the feedback on Amazon. It has uh, about 116 people have left reviews on Amazon, and it's like a 4.7 out of 5. So I'm actually surprised with the feedback because I'm always really critical of my own, my own work. And you never know what people are going to say or how they're going to react to it. Uh, but yeah, it's gotten it's gotten uh, very very good feedback because I always tell people if you like a few good men or the TV show Jag, you're going to love this book because it's both of those things, but much more realistic, which in much more gritty dialogue. It kind of takes you inside of the the underbelly of the military justice system, where you get to see really what happens behind the scenes uh, in, in a high profile case, and it's not all you know bit and polished. There's a lot of shady things that happen in the military system and in, in any criminal case. But this one is interesting because it involves a high value terrorist and involves, you know, CIA and involves, you know, generals in the JAG Corps and things like that. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. And uh, so where do people buy the book? How do they get their hands on it? All these things. Oh, the best way to get the book is if you just on Amazon or just on Google, if you just type in battle mind or type in my name, Mike Waddington, the book comes up. It's, uh, it, it, you'll, you'll, on the cover, it says battle mind. And there's a picture of a, of a shadow of a man. There's an American flag and a shadow of a, of a man hanging from the twin towers by shackles. So that, that's the, when you read the book, you'll see that's the guy who died, the, the terrorist who died allegedly at the hands of this American soldier. And that's what the, the book's about. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. And uh, I, I hate to cut you off, my friend, but my next guest is uh, is calling. Uh, so I'm going to get with you on text message or on phone. And uh, we're going to reschedule and have you back when we have a little bit more longer to time uh, to talk. I, I just hate that we ran out of time here, my friend. But before we let you go... Oh, it's my fault. I'm sorry. Not, not a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem, my friend. Um, I appreciate you being with us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend. Okay, thanks. There he goes. We are going to take a time out. Come back with more. What is an American? What does an American look like? If I were born in England, I'd be English. 